Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Balance is overrated. This is the conclusion I reached after years and years of being exhorted to a balanced life, a life of work-life balance or work-play balance, self-other or home-world balance. Finally, I quit. I quit chasing it. I didn't give up on that elusive ideal because it was too hard. I quit because it finally occurred to me that I found the whole idea, I find the whole idea of the balanced life a bit boring, actually. Also, just saying, everyone I admired most was off balance. Not mad exactly, but passionate or single-pointed, excessive, unapologetically unrelenting, exuberant. The only people for me are the mad ones, wrote beat author Jack Kerouac, the ones who are mad to live, mad to talk, mad to be saved, the ones who never yawn or say a commonplace thing, but burn, burn, burn like fabulous yellow Roman candles exploding across the stars. Life gives us excess all the time. If we dive in, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Annie Dillard writes, there is always an enormous temptation in all of life to diddle around making itsy-bitsy friends and meals and journeys for itsy-bitsy years on end. It is so self-conscious, so apparently moral, simply to step aside from the gaps where the creeks and the winds pour down saying, I never merited this grace quite rightly, and then to sulk along the rest of your days on the edge of rage. I won't have it. The world is wilder than that in all directions, more dangerous and bitter, more extravagant and bright. We are making hay when we should be making whoopee. We are raising tomatoes when we should be raising Cain or Lazarus. This is how you spend this afternoon and tomorrow morning and tomorrow morning. Spend the afternoon. You can't Take it with you. Here's a good prayer. It's a hard prayer by poet Ted Loder. Oh, persistent God, deliver me from assuming your mercy is gentle. Pressure me that I may grow more human, not through the lessening of my struggles, but through an expansion of them that will undam me and unbury my gifts. Deepen my hurt until I learn to share it and myself openly and my needs honestly. Sharpen my fears until I name them and release the power I have locked in them and they in me. Accentuate my confusion 
until I shed those grandiose expectations that divert me from the small, glad gifts of the now and the here. Expose my shame where it shivers, crouched behind the curtains of propriety until I can laugh at last through my common frailties and failures, laugh my way toward becoming whole. Deliver me from just going through the motions and wasting everything I have, which is today. A chance, a choice, my creativity, your call. Oh, persistent God, let how much it all matters pry me off dead center. So if I am moved inside to tears or sighs or screams or smiles or dreams, they will be real. And I will be in touch with who I am and who you are. Many years ago now, the bottom of Frijoles Canyon was shimmering under an August desert sun as I stood on a huge boulder and swung out over a waterfall on a deceptively thick green branch. There had been a drought. At the very moment I hung suspended over the falls, the branch snapped and I fell. This is what I saw as I somersaulted over and over. White water, black rocks, red canyon walls, green trees, blue sky, water rocks, walls, trees, sky. I was absolutely certain that I was about to die, that I would die as I hit the bottom. And this is what I thought. My last glimpse of the earth. So beautiful. I landed hard, but upright, up to my waist in the icy pool of water at the bottom where my then two-year-old daughter, Jamie, was building a sandcastle. She looked up, not the slightest bit impressed by how I had arrived there, (laughs) fixed her gaze on me for just a moment and said, hi, mommy. My left arm was shattered, but I walked up out of the canyon streaming with gratitude that it was my arm and not my head that had taken the rocks and for another chance to live on this beautiful earth. It really did seem a small price to pay for a spiritual awakening, awestruck at the vivid, pulsing beauty of the Eden of the canyon. I was delirious with joy. One of the many remarkable outcomes of that spectacular fall is that I suddenly found myself in intimate conversations with complete strangers about the ways we've all been hurt. I had a fixator, a kind of external metal skeleton screwed into my arm standing in line at the grocery store, pumping gas, even walking down the street, suddenly everyone who had ever had a boo-boo felt invited to talk to me about it. It was so tender, so powerful. 
When the fixator was removed, I remember feeling so naked. I still had a boo-boo, but no one could see it. I missed those deep acknowledgments of our shared brokenness, longed for those interactions with a fierce loneliness. My Episcopal colleague, Reverend Bill Doles, asks, what does your hiddenness and silence do for you, for those around you, and for the ones you love the most? What do you gain when you give up by holding on to and hoarding your deepest frustrations and fears? What would be required of you to be seen and heard? To come out, come out, whoever and whatever you are, to run the risk of being seen, known, freed, and healed. Oh, persistent God, deepen my hurt until I learn to share it and myself openly and my needs honestly. Prime me off dead center. So if I moved inside to tears or sighs or screams or smiles or dreams, they will be real. And I will be in touch with who I am and who you are. Beloved spiritual companions, may we unbury our gifts. May we be undamned. Don't worship at the altar of balance. Let us choose instead a deep dive into confusion, struggle, failure, shame, clarity, surety, victory, passion. May we be grateful and awestruck and joyous. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.